G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me today as we wrap it up this week looking at Hannah and uh, the need that she had for a miracle. She was a barren woman. We've been saying all week, God has a miracle for you. So what we learned from Hannah is that she positioned herself for a miracle. I think it's so important. Sometimes we want a miracle in our lives, but we're not doing anything to position ourselves. Well, we just think, well, we hope one day it's going to fall out of the sky. Well, it might because God is gracious and kind and loving and merciful. But hey, there are things that we can do and I think we need to do uh, to position ourselves for a miracle, which we see in the life of Hannah. Firstly, we've seen that she was a woman of prayer. She prayed and prayed and kept on praying until her miracle came through. But also she was a woman of faith. She didn't just pray. She believed God would somehow come through and work on her behalf. Beyond that, she was a woman of sacrifice and was willing to sacrifice a child. She said, God, if you give me a child, he'll be dedicated to you for all of his life. And so she left her son, Samuel, at the temple and saw him only once a year, which I think would have required great sacrifice. But she was also a woman of godly character. She learned how to find grace to do what was right through a severe trial. Now, that's no easy task for anyone. She had to make some hard choices. And she was between a rock and a hard place in some ways. And and this, and sometimes we have to make hard choices also. And some of the ones she had to make were to keep up her disciplines of prayer and worship, self-control, to forgive, to refuse to let bitterness and resentment get a hold of her heart because that would have really damaged the potential of a miracle. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. We really have to work hard, very hard to keep bitterness out of our heart when other people or circumstances are treating us badly, when things go against us. Bitterness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies or gets sick. What actually happens, it only makes us sick and we can die spiritually. We will all taste bitterness as we go through life. But like Hannah, we have to refuse to drink it. We probably all know of people who have ended up bitter, disillusioned. Some have walked away from God and from church, vowing never to darken a church door again. And in many cases, some of them never do. If you've ever really known a bitter person, you'll recognize how it spills out in every aspect of their lives. Luke 17 verse 1, things that cause people to sin are bound to come but woe to that person through whom they come. Another version says offences must come. The Greek word there for offences means occasions to stumble. They're going to come. They're going to come your way. Be ready for them, but don't let them cause you to stumble. The Greek word here for offences, as I said, means occasions to stumble. When Jesus was on the cross, he was offered a very bitter mixture of vinegar and gall to drink. He tasted it but he refused to drink it. That's Matthew 27:34. Hurts, struggles are real, but there's absolutely nothing in the world that's worth us turning away from God 
and losing our salvation or our calling over. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We need to keep our own walk with God on track through thick, through thin, through valleys, through deserts. Come what may, hold on to God. Maintain your relationship with Him and don't let bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, anger get in. Be like Hannah, who maintained a godly attitude throughout the course of her long, drawn-out, grief-stricken trial. You can do it just like Hannah did. And of course we know Hannah got her Samuel. 1 Samuel 1 verse 17. In the course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to the son. She named him Samuel saying, because I asked the Lord for him. Samuel, as I said, means heard of God. The answer to Hannah's prayers, Samuel became a great prophet. Wow. Turned a nation away from serving idols and back to God. And he brought about peace in the land. Hannah, yes, she went through the mill, but she emerged as gold with her faith intact. And ultimately she got her miracle. Can I encourage you and encourage me? Let's position ourselves for our miracle by following Hannah's wonderful example of persistent prayer. She never stopped praying. Her attitude of faith, her willingness to sacrifice, and of course her godly character. God has a miracle for you. He's a miracle working God. He has no favorites. He loves you as much as he loves me, as much as he loves Hannah, as much as he loves anyone else on the planet. Position yourself for a miracle. And I trust your miracle will arrive very soon. May God wonderfully bless you. Tark Barner is the senior pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.